check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Jeremy Shear. The show is brought to you by Conversa, a digital content agency that helps you create a month's worth of content in just 60 minutes. So here's a typical scenario. You have an idea that you sure will be a killer business. You're thinking, well, the first thing I need to do is put up a website, right? Because how else are people going to find me? So first, I'm, I'm going to do a website, get a logo and all those things. And yeah, there's a lot of other stuff I need to figure out, but I'll just adjust the website as I go. Now, I think that's pretty typical. I've definitely done that. But I've also kind of learned the hard way that that's maybe not exactly the right way to go. That in fact, maybe, just maybe a website is not the first thing that you need. And that in fact, it's actually kind of more like the last thing. So to help us understand why this may in fact be the case, my guest today is Luke Netty. Luke is a website strategist and web flow specialist. So Luke, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeremy. I'm so excited to chat about this and these topics. Yeah, I think it's such a fundamental thing. Like everyone has a website. It's just mm -hmm. be careful how you think about your website and the money you spend on it. Before we dive mm -hmm. into that real quick, as I mentioned, you're a web flow specialist. Not sure everyone mm -hmm. knows what that is. So just real quick, what is that? Yeah, so Webflow is an alternative to website building tool as opposed to something like WordPress or Squarespace or Wix. Webflow is just another category of those. I've specialized in this piece of software for the industry that I serve. This suits them really well with those marketing sites and allows my clients to update and do all the things that they need with this piece of software and works well. Okay, very cool. So now let's get into the discussion. So as I just said, I think a lot of people assume, I have assumed in the past that, well, if you're going to start a business, start with a website. Just start right there. Mm -hmm. But I've sort of, sort of come to learn or maybe come to suspect that that's actually wrong and that it, it's for all kinds of reasons. I mean, what's your take? Should you start with a website or maybe not? And if not, why not? Yeah, so I'm definitely in the don't start the start with a website camp. I think there's a lot of people, this is a misconception that kind of exists a lot. Let's do the website. I have an idea. Let's get started. The problem is, and what most people don't understand now, is that there are so many websites. There's over a billion websites on the internet. And to think that you're just going to create yours, put a URL, and people are just going to start showing up organically is a misconception. And while you can send people there and show it off to friends and stuff, those are really the only people that will visit that unless you have some kind of attention strategy. So I, I tell people who are asking me, like, oh, I want to do a website. I kind of discourage them if they're just getting started. And I say right now, the really the best thing to do is to get on social media, is to get on something like LinkedIn or Twitter and to start finding out who your ideal customer is, what they want, how your problem, the, the solution that you have solves their problem in what way. And start to flesh out the ideas there because you then you'll use that to do the website later. But the website is a, not a good starting point because it needs some other components that come before it. Whereas a social media profile, like a LinkedIn profile can serve that much better and gets organic reach from LinkedIn. So, yeah. Yeah. So what if someone were to say, okay, Luke, yeah, yeah, sure. But I, I already know, I swear I have this killer idea. I know what people want and it's going to work. And I just, you know, let's go. I need the website. I want to do it right now. Yeah. Yeah. So this does happen. And, I, and for those, that advice, I would say it's okay to do a website. It's not the end of the world if you want to start there. 
I don't think it's the best use of your time. But if you do want to start there, I do recommend something like Squarespace or Wix if you're not proficient in building websites to kind of get something out of the box. It's going to be a little more standard. Don't spend a lot of time on it. Do something simple and acknowledge that it's a version one of probably a future website that will be more involved. Okay, right. So go ahead and indulge your urge to have a website, but yeah. don't spend too much time or money on it because yeah. it's going to change a lot. And it's just yeah. not worth pouring a ton of time into it up front. Yeah, and money into it up front because ultimately yeah. you really don't know exactly the language you want to put on the website. You don't know a lot of things that the website needs from a kind of an established business at that point to really do what it should do. Yeah. I know for me in the past when I've made this, I guess we'll call it a mistake. Mm -hmm. And I think looking back at it, the reason I did that is because it was at least something tangible that I'm like, well, I'm not really sure about the other things like social media. Like uh, that seems a little un like fuzzy, but a website. Yeah. I could definitely pour my energies into that and see it come together in real time. And it feels like I'm accomplishing something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's where most people start too. And I did the same thing when I was first starting um, as well. And there's nothing wrong with it. it. It is kind of an assumption that you make just based on what, yeah. what you want. It's like, oh, it's my own thing. It's not on social and social media can kind of get a bad rap in terms of personal use. But in reality, when it comes to using it for your business, it's viewed differently and how you do that is kind of a different approach. Yeah. But I mean, I think what you said before about just having a website, the fact that you created one doesn't really do anything until you have a strategy yeah. to draw people to it. And again, in my personal experience, just much, much more recently when I kind of was starting to explore like a new offering, mm -hmm. I didn't have time to, or I didn't make time for like, okay, I need to build out a whole new thing or like even just a page on my existing website. But meanwhile, I was kind of just gathering information from people like, is this a valid idea? And it started to take, and, and, and it even started to work and even sell a little bit without any website at all, just by talking to people. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, I'll definitely build out some kind of web thing because people are asking me for examples of this or mm -hmm. more information. But I only put effort into it once, almost once people were asking for a website for it. You know yeah. what I mean? And at that point, you validated that you've built enough ideas and components essentially that you need talking to the customer, what language you want on there, what yeah. they're looking for. You validated that concept to put it onto a website where you're going to mention those things. Without it, you're just like listing something on the website, which really doesn't do you any good anyway. Now you've understood the context and how it should fit on the website. Yeah. The other way around, it's almost like, well, this makes me feel good. Like I did something mm -hmm. and I have this yeah. cool website, but... Is it at all effective? I, I don't know, because I haven't talked to the people <laughs> who I'm hoping to attract yeah. to it. And it's an easy starting point to think, oh, I'm now a business. I have a website. And right. in reality, you know, taking action and, and talking to your customers and selling what you offer, and those are the real things that make the business of the website really is irrelevant. So it's definitely great for down the road, but at the start, you really want to start to validate your ideas. But I think it helps you. Yeah plan more without taking action, doing what they really know they need to do. Right. So in that way, it, it can be kind of harmful, right? Like you can just waste a lot of time thinking that you're making progress when you're really just avoiding the hard work you need to do to even really validate if you have a business or not at all. Yeah. So let's say you've done that hard work and 
You're like, okay, validated, time for a website. Obviously, everyone wants a good website, like killer website that does what you want it to do. But I feel like, and again, I'll kind of speak for myself, until kind of recently, I don't think I even really understood what that meant. Because it obviously goes way beyond just something that looks cool. That's so subjective, right? So in your experience, like, what's the most common thing or like the number one thing that you, you find people don't really understand about the difference between a good website and a bad website? Yeah. So initially most websites and understandably so get judged by the design. What does it look like? Does it look cool? Does it look not? How does it work on mobile? And, and a lot of those basic things. But I think what a lot of people don't understand is that the website is really unique to the business it's serving. And without that, that component linking together, you're kind of guessing a little bit. And an example I think of is like, if you're going to craigslist.org, it's like a very boring website, but that website brings in a ton of money to them and serves its purpose. And so in reality, it doesn't need what someone else might need, like maybe a SaaS company or a beauty service-based company would need in a website. So understanding that good and bad is really subjective based on what the business needs and what their goals are. Some websites are looking to build more credibility and trust. So they might have more white papers or articles on the site. And some might be trying to funnel people through a newsletter and that might be the only goal or maybe mm -hmm. to get people to reach out and contact them. There's very different purposes and kind of understanding that is something that helps to work with someone else because I've noticed a lot of people tend to think they know what they want their website to do, but in reality might not align with where they're heading or where they want to take the business. And so that's, that's interesting because I can imagine on kind of a surface level, like you're, I can imagine you talking to a client, like, well, what do you want your website to do? Well, I want to get more customers. And I would think for you, it would be like, okay, fine. Of course you do. What role do you want the website to play in that? Am I in the right track? Is like that kind of the next question that you would ask? Yeah, exactly. And where uh -huh. does the, you know, the website falls in the website is a marketing tool, just like any other, anything else. Yeah. And where does it fall in that process? Are you sending people there from social? Is it from signing up from a newsletter? You're redirecting people. All of those, those points have different perspectives and you kind of have to break them down and figure out, okay, well, where are people coming from? How are you getting your current clients? You know, you want more of those. Do you want more qualified leads or do you just want more leads in general? You know, all of those things shape and form kind of how you approach that. So yeah, definitely a difference. Yeah. And it sounds to me like, and maybe another way of saying that is like, start with Again, if we're talking about what is a good or a bad website, probably it's more makes more sense to say what's an effective website and yeah. an ineffective one, right? And I would yeah. think, well, an effective one then is one that helps you accomplish your goals for it. Yeah. And obviously you need to know what those goals are and that it, the, really the design then will follow the function of the website to enhance its function exactly. rather than the other way around. Yeah, exactly. And that's why without the strategy portion of websites, you're shooting in the dark, like you're kind of guessing for a mm -hmm. lot of things. All of the design elements are hinged on the copy and the messaging and what you're trying to get across in the message. And without, without that, you don't have the strategy portion. They kind of all go hand in hand. Like the design needs the messaging and copy and the copy needs the strategy to understand how to build those pieces out. And so if you're trying to start with the website, you're working backwards and you're just wasting a lot of time in reality when starting with that strategy and figuring out what are those goals? What is that 
that function and everything follows after that. Yeah. Well, you gave the example of Craigslist, right? Which is a good one. I mean, I haven't been on it for a while, but is it still just that super basic, like yeah. gray background? Here's a bunch yeah. of links. Yeah, it's purple, a, like that purple color. Yeah. It's amazing, right? And I think at the time it was designed that way because that's what a lot of websites look like. Yeah, that. Yeah. But it's that's now its brand, and it's kind of kept that, which is a really kind of good case study of like no one gives a shit really about the design obviously at least of that website they just go yeah. there for one purpose and as long as it's easy and it works that's all that really matters no yeah. one is going there and being like oh this isn't fancy enough for me yeah. I'll, i have to go away like I, I don't think people care about that not really yeah exactly that function yeah a lot of people get stuck on the design aspect because it's how it looks and i get it you want to li like how your website looks but you can still have that, but what's more important is the messaging and what it's saying and what the function of the website is supposed to do. And is it doing what it's supposed to do? You have a great looking website and it doesn't do what you want it to do. And you go and you're like, whoa, their website fucking sucks. Like it's just so bland and they, but that's our judgment is only because we know nothing about the actual yeah. inner workings of the company. And clearly it's not that they're just successful despite the website. It's just the website plays a relatively minor role. At least the design yeah. of it does in how successful they are. Yeah, and not every website has to play a major role. For businesses where they don't need that, they might not need to invest a lot into a big website. It just depends on what their goals are. Yeah, yeah. So now you mentioned before there are tools like Squarespace, Wix, right? That And your suggestion was, if you're dead set on having some kind of website, then just go that route. Don't spend a lot of money, get something up. Mm -hmm. But then at a certain point, because that's what I did when I first started. Mm -hmm. Although, again, I made the mistake of not just throwing something up, but lavishing a ton of time on it, getting it just so. But even so, even though I lavish a lot of time, at a certain point, it struck me. I'm like, this does not look professional. This looks like a Wix website that somebody like me put together. So eventually I did hire a web designer and got it on WordPress and got something like more standard and professional. Yeah. In your mind, what's the best argument for doing that? Like, or, or like, A, do you need to do that necessarily? And how would you know when it's maybe time to be like, okay, time to sink a little money into this. Let's, you know, get a quote unquote professional website instead of the Wix one that we have now? Yeah, that's a great question. I think for everyone in every business, it's going to vary depending on how much they want to use the website for their business. And again, coming back to like, what goals do you have for the website? For some, it might play a bigger role than others. And you might want to get started on that a little bit sooner. It's definitely, it should be definitely be seen as part of your marketing, like an asset to your marketing. And if you view that as important, like you should, any business, the website can get lumped in there and should be prioritized in that way. So it kind of depends on where you are. But I think when you start to try to build credibility and the website is doing that, you really want a professional, someone who's professional to do it because your first impression that you leave matters and you get people viewing the website, you know, maybe an ideal client and they view your website and feel like it doesn't meet the standard of what maybe you're asking price-wise or you're yeah. asking to be seen as a professional or someone that's credible and trustworthy, if it doesn't hold up to that, um, they could click off your site pretty quickly. And so yeah. when you start to feel like your brand and your business is outgrowing that look, that feel, 
in that function, really, it's time to kind of start to think about having a professional take a look and, and do it the right way. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I know I've definitely had the experience, probably a lot of people have, of hey, you're looking for whatever kind of service and you stumble onto some website. And we've spent a lot of time saying, oh, the design isn't so important and all that. But on yeah. some level, it kind of is, right? Like, at, at least if you have put a lot of effort into pushing people to your website, then mm-hmm. what's there has to, I, I would think there's like a floor below which you don't want to go. Because I've definitely been to websites where I'm like, what's going on here? This does not look professional. And it even gives me a little pause of like, is this even a real business? Yeah. So I guess that would be one way to describe that floor. And it could look a million different ways, but you know what I mean? Like those kind of websites yeah. that are just, yeah, this hasn't been updated in 10 years. Into caveat, I love design and I think design is very important to websites. I do. I think it's probably overemphasized, which is why I tend to go the other way, just because you can have a really great design, but the messaging and function don't serve its purpose and it won't work. But you can have pretty good strategy and messaging and positioning and the copy and all that speaks it and have a lesser design. But obviously, if you have both, it will do even better. Yeah, definitely having a professional modern design. I like to think of it like that modern design, really. Mm, yeah. If something feels really old, you do start to have questions and people start to second guess how they feel about it. Yeah. Like having a mobile responsive, being fast enough, the layout looks, looks up to date. It looks modern. It's easy to see the headlines and scroll through the content without feeling like there's so much everywhere. So. Yeah, definitely. There's a floor that you need to hit right. regardless, but yeah, that design definitely helps aid that. It's like a plus. Yeah. If you still have one of those little builder animation guys <laughs> on your website, it's like coming soon or like under construction, maybe you needed a redesign. That might yeah. be one. <laughs> Remember those little animations yep, you know, yeah. from back in the day? So now something I've been thinking about a, a lot recently partly because I I did spend some time recently kind of redoing my website a bit, is, you know, for any business, all the marketing that you're doing is ultimately to grow revenue. But along the way, you got to somehow differentiate yourself from your competitors, Mm -hmm. right? That's sort of just taken as a given in any marketing or outreach or messaging you do. And again, if you have a website, then obviously the website's going to play a role in that. And this is just a tall task for a lot of businesses, right? You're in a crowded market. Mm -hmm. So... In your opinion, if, if that's top of mind for you, you're like, I need to differentiate. We're not doing a good enough job of that. Where should you put your energies in terms of the website in particular to try to achieve that? Yeah. So I think this is a fine line you do have to balance with because if you veer too far away from the norms of what people expect on a website, you can kind of deter people as well. While you think you might be trying to stand out, you've kind of isolated yourself. So you you kind of have to be careful how far you venture into that. I think leaning into the positioning and messaging and then using the design in its unique way to leverage that differentiation is the best way to do it. I also have seen really great designers design what looks like a very basic layout and make it look really nice just because they know how to use good um, typography and good images and Mm -hmm. things like that and good color balance. So they can make what looks like a more traditional template or more traditional layout look really modern and fancy and upgradable. So it really Mm -hmm. depends. I try to veer away from pushing people to try experiment too much because it can get kind of messy. There's definitely ways you can do it, but I think leaning into the design 
as a as a whole as opposed to just layout based is the better option yeah and there's probably i mean i'm sure also that's just case by case like it's yeah and it's not like if you are not differentiated it's not like the website's going to save you like you yeah. have to have you actually have to have some fundamental like your value prop has to embody that somehow yeah. your positioning and the website kind of follows from that, I would think, mm -hmm. to help yep, emphasize definitely. it. But it's not like the website alone in any way is really what yeah. makes the difference. 100%. Yeah, which again, which is why I emphasize so heavily the strategy portion, because this is where you flesh those things out, right? Like, yeah. what are the things that are going to make us, that kind of make us who we are and what we are? And how do we make the website just kind of highlight those things? You're not like creating those things from the website you're emphasizing and highlighting them with all of the aspects that the website can do, you know, the, yeah. with the, the language on it, with the design, with the colors, with all of that, they kind of highlight who you are as a business. And I think it's an important fact because I know I've had a lot of people come to me and like, well, the website just doesn't feel like us or it doesn't represent mm -hmm. us very well. And that's a hard take because that is a tough balance for the designer and the developer to kind of meet with the business and figure out, you know, just from the time working together, how that works and how to get across yeah. those feelings. But it is an important thing. And I think the strategy portion I've noticed with my clients really helps that because you can kind of pull some of those things out much easier. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Well, I feel like we've just kind of scratched the surface. There's so much more we can talk about. But yeah. for now, how can people connect with you? Is, is it LinkedIn, email? Like what's your preferred way? Yeah, so LinkedIn, I'm on there pretty much every day. So it's, I think it's just at Luke Netty. I can give you the link. And then my website as well. You can find me at lukenetty.com. Okay, awesome. Well, we'll put all that good stuff in the show notes. Yeah, meanwhile, Luke, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. Really a uh, good discussion. Really liked it. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jeremy. It was really, it was really fun to talk about this. That'll do it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can find the podcast anywhere you get podcasts. And as long as you're there, you might as well give us five stars and leave a comment about how much you love the show. The podcast is brought to you by Conversa. We are a digital content agency that helps you create a month's worth of really kick-ass content in just 60 minutes. Just 60 minutes. How is that possible? Well, check out our website to find out. That's Conversa with two N's, C-O-N-N-Versa.com. So thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate your support and we'll see you next time.